Good morning, my fellow cosmic beings, my cosmic brothers and sisters. I hope you guys are all well. I hope you all had an amazing new moon in Pisces that took place yesterday. I hope that you're all taking a lot of time to really just ground yourself, to keep yourself centered, and to connect to your spiritual body during this period of time as it's very crucial. Now today I just wanted to come back with a brief episode because I noticed something um, that was kind of um, unsettling for me when I was um, researching into the full moon in Virgo. Separately, uh, Spirit guided me to look at all the world wars before, so the two that happened previously, which one was in 1914 and another one was in 1939. Um, And then they brought me to a chart in the near future from July, I think it's July the 23rd. Let me just double check my notes. It was... Yes, the 23rd of July 2022 and I was drawn to look at the chart of Ukraine. So something significant is going to happen from July the 23rd up until August the 20th, 29th I believe. Now there was a few common denominators in the charts of these um, unfortunate events and some of them are coming back around it feels to me uh, very karmic like something that may have been started in 1939 to 1945 um, and something that hasn't been let go of something that hasn't been transformed something that hasn't been transmuted um, and this thing is coming up to be healed Um, and I did a video yesterday about the full moon in Virgo and I honestly felt like if we get this handle of this situation right on this occasion there will never be a possibility of a war again and that's what spirit was telling me that what we do in this moment is absolutely crucial for the way humanity will progress in the future and the way the world will see itself and the people in it um, in the future now one of the things that i want to talk about from the past that i noticed especially in regards to um the charts that i saw is that venus or mars both the the planets that can stimulate war especially when they come together or when they're not in agreement are very present in all of these charts okay so let's just i have a whole thing on my wall where i've just been picking apart the charts and one thing that i noticed is that mars is always in an earth sign so in 1914 on the 29th of july and bearing in mind we're coming back to the same around same kind of time frame okay when i'm fast forwarding to the 23rd of july the same kind of time frame mars is in earth sign mars is in virgo and it's making a conjunction to venus who's also in an earth sign also in virgo now we've had a few 
conjunctions between Venus and Mars this year already um, in Aquarius um, and I think there may be another one um, in Pisces I'm not too sure I can't remember there's lots of astrological transits going on that are very overwhelming but one thing I noticed through looking at the charts is Mars is always in an earth sign when it's fighting when it's making some sort of statement about its values um land resources um and also how it relates to other people okay the earth signs are the grounded um aspects of the chart they're the chart they're the part in the chart that has a logical approach but some of the some of the things that earth signs can do is they can be very stubborn they can be very stuck in their ways and they can also be very um greedy when it comes to seeking out power and mars in an earth sign doesn't always guarantee that the person will be grounded in how they do stuff mars in an earth sign tells me someone that wants to conquer something that wants to gain something that wants power and control or status over something so that's one of the things i noticed i also noticed as well in the last two charts that jupiter is in the sign of aries and retrograde now in 1914 jupiter was in the sign of aquarius and retrograde now we just had jupiter in aquarius for the most part of 2021 um and whilst jupiter in aquarius is really good for like humanity like for us to find our own way to find our own sense of freedom to actually uphold our own eccentric way of existing in the world jupiter in aquarius can be very um dramatic it can blow things out of proportion and it can also um encourage the spread of diseases of um, misinformation of lies of um people feeling restricted as well and it can also indicate a lot of death okay in 1914 jupiter in aquarius ended up taking like 20 million lives that is a lot and if we go back over time into 2020 and 2021 we had jupiter in aquarius do the same thing and alongside jupiter we had uranus so unexpectedly a lot of people died okay and i think this was because it wasn't just about the war it was also about resources it was about the things that the planet had to offer. People died of hunger, starvation and disease, as well as dying for the their countries. Okay, so that's very important. But Jupiter in the last two charts, well, I'm saying the last two, I have a really, really strong feeling that the 23rd of July is going to be a very defining moment for the world that's what I'm feeling at the moment because of what I can see in the charts okay so I'm not saying that World War 3 is going to be a thing but I feel like there's going to be some some revisiting of the past when it comes to war maybe some actions or some decisions 
um, especially when it comes to negotiations or deployment of troops or um, restriction of resources this is what I see that the 23rd of July there's going to be a very defining moment that happens um, for us this year in regards to previous war history I guess I can say it that way but Jupiter was in Aries in the 1939 event okay and Jupiter in Aries was in the 10th house and it was retrograde now Jupiter in Aries is an expansion of the need for control bearing in mind Aries is ruled by Mars so Mars and Jupiter together it's quite scary if Mars is not in a good position and in this particular chart like I said, Mars is in an earth sign. It is in Capricorn. So Jupiter in Aries, Mars in Capricorn wants to conquer, wants to gain the world. It's very um, selfish, Jupiter in Aries and Mars in Capricorn. It's a very selfish combination here. Now, in my personal opinion, being selfish isn't always a bad thing. Um, being self-centered or self-sufficient or, um, you know, focusing on being a leader isn't always a bad thing. But it becomes a bad thing when you do that to um, have leadership over people who don't agree with what you're trying to do with how you're trying to lead them that's when it becomes a problem so that's something we definitely need to look out for across the globe but also in our own life because when Jupiter enters Aries Jupiter is in the first house of self self self-worth self-image and we can be aggressive in trying to get our own way and trying to get others to agree with what we want them to do and also because Aries is oppositely Libra in the the seventh it's about having a balance between the ego and between um, our ability to collaborate and work alongside others now when Jupiter is in in Aries it doesn't seem to think it needs other people to succeed that's the problem other people might volunteer to support Jupiter in Aries but it doesn't always mean that Jupiter in Aries is going to partner with those people to um, achieve a desired outcome. Jupiter in Aries is more like it's my way or the highway and that's just the way it's going to be. So with that kind of energy it can be very scary but we can also find that Jupiter in Aries and Chiron in Aries gives us an opportunity to grow through healing our own personal issues. So around the world in regards to these situations, these unfortunate events, we might see a lot of leaders taking the full front role of a leader and making proper um decisions decisions that are reflective of the amount of growth humanity and society has done over the years since those last unfortunate events took place it kind of feels like uh because jupiter can be quite dogmatic it's like i know what's best i'm doing what's right nobody can tell me what to do i am wise i have enough 
knowledge and experience and Jupiter in the sign of Aries can be very self-victorious like very um, proud of the achievements that it may have succeeded at but with Chiron and Aries there's an opportunity here to um, teach Jupiter that it's not about making everybody agree with them or do the things that they want to do it's about existing amongst different opinions and different ways of doing things so that might be very significant during this upcoming period in july and then we go to um in this particular chart something that was interesting to me was Saturn was in Aries at a critical degree, zero degrees, traveling very close alongside the north, the south node in Taurus. So there was something that was being started here as well, but it's a karmic situation. When the south node is in Taurus, we're letting go of our tendency to be of service to others, to like provide everything for other people, to like not find our own power in ourselves. So when I looked at the the south, the, the north node being in Scorpio in this chart alongside Vertex, this was a fated event where people needed to um, transform by finding their own power. That was something that was significant here. We also had, um, if I remember correctly, in one of the charts, there was a grand trine. Yes, there was a grand trine between Uranus in Taurus, Neptune in Virgo, and Mars in Capricorn. So when we have a grand trine between the earth signs, there's a very potent energy here of earth, especially when it comes to earth in the literal sense of land, of resources, of, of um, things that we can own, things that we can possess. So I don't really know much about the history of the Second World War, but I do know um, it was to do with Hitler to some degree um, wanting to, you know, just be like really militant or, um, and have a lot of power and control. And with Mars being in the seventh house here, he wanted to get people on his side to do that, to execute that kind of approach. Now with Saturn in Aries and Jupiter in Aries, that is magnified, okay? Like the, the need for power, the need for control, the need for independence as well, like being independent is very, very strong. So that was one of the things I noticed here that a lot of focus around values, ego and identity were coming up in that particular um, chart. Fast forward to 2022 and the chart for the 23rd of July. One of the things that I noticed is that on the 31st of July, Jupiter goes retrograde in Aries. So we're going back to that kind of 
weird behavior where someone is like literally dying to win Aries is a relentless will to win at all costs they do not care they're very strategic as well they like to be a leader so they like to put themselves in positions of leadership okay and for this particular chart I'm looking at Ukraine um, and I saw a few things and, you know, with astrology, you can't always predict exactly what's going to happen, but I see, um, something like I said, defining happening in Ukraine on the 23rd of July up until the 29th of August, especially because on the 29th of August at 10 40 AM, Uranus goes over the North node. So something unexpectedly happens. And I don't know if Ukraine unexpectedly win, especially because they have the uh, sun in this chart at a critical degree in Leo. And Leo is about victory, it's about new beginning, it's about shining, it's about putting yourself out there, it's about creativity as well. So I don't know if Ukraine might do something creative or they might do something um, that really inflates their ego, that really makes them stand out, that really shows their strength. I, I guess if they fight to death, then that's going to be um, an example of that. But there's a very defining moment for Ukraine, especially in terms of their identity and their vitality, okay? That happened during this period. We have the sun at a critical degree in the fourth house. So it's something to do with their financial security, their emotional security, their home. So this is very um, interesting. I also noted that the north node in Taurus, again, is in Taurus. Um, you know, the, the nodes have been highlighted in this um, situation. The north node is alongside Uranus and Mars which is quite interesting because it's in the first house alongside the moon so it feels like when I looked at this chart that Ukraine might succeed in something that's what it feels like to me Ukraine might succeed in something and it feels like they might do it alone it honestly feels like they may just do it alone something that i saw when i was looking at the chart is that people are restricted okay so in the country people are restricted they cannot they don't have the freedom of movement and i think the longer this goes on the more people will become very frustrated and angry and it may result in men volunteers or normal civilians helping their country to survive and to win against what is going on in Russia we also have Mercury in Leo which was present in the 1939 chart and also in this 2022 chart that I can see so Mercury in Leo is very proud it's proud of something that it did it it's proud of um where it comes from it stands up for what it believes in and I don't know if we might see some sort of victory and i feel like it's ukraine's victory because i can't imagine that russia's victory would be celebrated in this way this feels like a celebration it feels like we did it we you know through the trenches through the blood sweat and tears we managed to do something 
what we also have is Pluto retrograde so I think if Pluto was uh, direct maybe Russia would have an opportunity to win here we also have Saturn retrograde and we have Neptune retrograde as well so it's a very unlikely outcome like in a normal sense um maybe russia has more resources to um succeed at whatever it is that they're doing in ukraine but with these retrograde planets these outer retrograde planets it's kind of like a magical unexpected chance at victory that's what it feels like so i feel like after this moment there's going to be a lot of change around the world. There's going to be a lot of um, reshifting, reshaping of what countries do, how they make decisions going forward, and also how how they partnership, how they collaborate with one another. Because it feels like there's a fight over values more than anything. It's a value that has stemmed from the past because we've got Saturn prominent here okay and Saturn is about restrictions but also about karma it's something that has been dragged up from the past that is being brought into our attention especially if we have as we have Chiron and Aries so when Jupiter and Chiron are working together there's a mass amount of healing I also think um, another defining month for us is May when Mars and Venus enter Aries and they'll be alongside Jupiter in Aries and Chiron in Aries and without Chiron alone that is a stellium which is very important because it makes that energy even more potent during that period of time so a lot of energy around Mars that is going to be like a catalyst or adding fuel to the fire when it comes to what's happening around the world and I won't be surprised if a lot of people fall out a lot of people um, in positions of leadership fall out or they choose to um, turn their backs on certain countries they're like the whole system of allies breaks down because people don't agree or they don't want to get involved or they don't want to put themselves and their countries at risk as well and it feels like that's why Ukraine may end up doing a lot of this work themselves which is quite scary because we don't know what the outcome will be. I can't imagine that Russia will be victorious in whatever it is that they're trying to do. Um, it feels like Ukraine is going to adopt a very strong warlike spirit, um, especially because they, like I said, they had the, the sun at a critical degree. And that could mean different things. It can mean that the, the country ends up having a new identity, which could be that they are um, independent, um, they fought for their independence, they were victorious at something, they were able to protect their country, but then it can also mean that they lose and their identity is uh, transformed because they now become a part of the Russian um, government. So separately i wanted to leave this episode with some words of encouragement because aside from what i see happening in the charts there also feels like a very stage 
staged element to what's going on around the world it it's really weird it's really weird because i can see i don't follow the news much but um every now and again i go on youtube and i i see some you know some live conference happening and it feels like the threat is very much real the threat is very much real but it feels to me a little bit too planned okay it feels like another covid situation where they knew that there was an issue they knew that there was a possibility of something coming up um something happening something causing a, a lot of disruption around the world and it feels like over the last six months or so maybe they ignored the severity of it and nothing was done and now well i guess they had to make for they had to wait for russia to make a move or for someone to do something out of line to now have these talks but the part of it that feels staged to me is that the the conferences or the people in positions of power are having these meetings and they're bullying or backing Russia into a corner that feels staged to me because it doesn't feel like they have that much power to do that that's what it feels like I don't know like I don't know if they can arrest him or if they can you know like loads of loads of things have been coming up to my mind like if they can do that to russia if they can you know make all these sanctions and they can make their um society crumble and you know their economic systems crash like this then how much power do these people hold and if they can't do that if they can't succeed at that then how much power do they actually hold that's what was kind of coming up for me and one of the things that also um seemed to peak for me was that if they could make these laws and regulations and procedures so quickly in regards to covid why do we not have protocols and laws in place to um you know like not punish but to remove people out of positions of leadership or power who hold a lot of power over what their troops or military services do why is it that in 2022 someone can still decide that because they're not happy with something or they're not um they're not being supported with whatever um idea that they have that they can just decide that I'm going to go and be destructive and I'm going to destroy another place where other people live. How how have we still been able to make those decisions? Why do we still have um, people in positions of power that, a- that are able to make these decisions? So those are the kind of questions that I was asking myself and I just thought like as much as like covid this feels very real um and this feels very scary um there's a part of me that feels like this is all happening in perfect timing um and i don't know how much of it is real okay like i know what's going on in ukraine is real but i don't know how much of the the leadership support that is coming from these other countries or these discussions that they're having i don't know how much of that is real and i don't believe that they did not know this was happening or this was brewing beneath the surface and i don't believe that they could have they couldn't have done anything to stop it i think they were calling his bluff and they didn't think 
he would do it and now he's done it they don't have anything in place to stop him from doing what he's doing and that's very scary because that means that anybody can just decide that I want to own another piece of land I want to make this um, piece of land part of my um my society and I'm just going to go and invade and take what I want and that is history right there because that's what they've been doing for the longest while so in some shape or form he is he wrong for what he's decided to do he's just repeating history it's something that when people feel like it's necessary they do but in the other breath people are losing their livelihood people are having to leave their homes people are losing their lives for something that didn't need to escalate to this point so that's just my thoughts on that so guys I just want to say as I have been recommending from the very beginning of the, of the year that this year is going to be tough Pluto is at 28 degrees of Capricorn it will move into Aquarius in 2023 and before it does that it's going to transform everything every single thing that we thought we relied on for security for stability for economic um, stability for emotional stability for physical stability anything that we relied on Pluto is going to first of all break it down break it apart tear it away and then we're going to have to rebuild all these systems and these organizations and these structures. So please take it easy. Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with others. Spread a lot of love and light as much as you possibly can because the world needs it. The more we focus on the positive energy, the more we put love and light out there, the more the earth responds to that energy and the more we attract positive energy. Um, outcomes and situations for us as a collective okay now i'm gonna leave you guys i hope you all have an amazing weekend and we will catch up very soon